0: Welcome to the Flyers Talk Podcast. I'm Katie Emmer. So excited to be here.
1: I am so excited to be here. I am Jordan Hall, and we are your home for everything and anything Flyers related.
0: I say excited because for one, I had a nitro cold brew today, and those are like we're going. I am bouncing. I don't know if I'll get any sleep tonight. That's okay. You're
1: about to throw a hip check. I also am
0: excited. (laughs) Woo! (laughs) I also am excited. Well, it's Friday, and also uh, this team, Jordan, pretty exciting. Last pod, we were like all positive. We have another positive pod today. How could you not be positive about this team? They took care of the Columbus Blue Jackets, not only on a home and home, but four total times a season, their first season sweep over the Columbus Blue Jackets in franchise history. Hard to argue that.
1: Hard to not be positive about that, Katie. And uh, like you said, first time in franchise history, they swept Columbus. And then uh, you look back at last season, they lost all four games against the Blue Jackets last year. Uh, so, I think that shows you how much, how far this team has come from last year to this year in terms of everything. Yeah. You know, uh, depth uh, at forward, what they have on defense, consistent goaltending, and obviously uh, the coaching. So, uh, they've come a long way, and I think the, what they've done against the Blue Jackets this season compared to last really speaks volumes to their progress.
0: And look, like, things are going to be different. You know, teams go, they deal with injury, they deal with a goaltender's. I don't know. Maybe
1: that Some happened teams to have somebody had
0: that. that we know that I happened think to last a, season. Maybe
1: a team that we covered. But like, yeah, I yeah. mean, a
0: different, certainly a different Flyers team last season to now. But the same could go for the Blue Jackets. Dealing with, you know, they didn't have Adkinson, they didn't have Seth Jones. Um, but it was good to see the Flyers take care of them, regardless of that factor. But yeah. It's certainly a good sight. We talked last time about being that third in the Metro team. Uh, It's certainly a good sight to see them hold their place with that. And it's one of those things, like, I feel like a lot of fans are optimistic about this team, positive about this team, but also have that little place in their heart that they're a little protective of right now. They're not sure. And I'm in the same boat. I'm not sure exactly, but I do have high hopes of, and I'm not sure. I don't really know what I mean about that, just as far as... I, right at this moment, Jordan, on this Friday, I think that uh, we have a, a long season ahead for this team.
1: I do too, Katie, but I, I understand if anyone has reservation or if you do too, because you know, that's kind of what it's been with the Flyers. Like they get your hopes up a little bit and then they bring you back down. Yeah. Um. I think so often fans are always just hopeful to get into the playoffs, but you know, we look last night at the standings and all of a sudden we're like, wow, like great win and they're still in third place and then you look up and like they're only five points out of first uh and they're almost you know right there with the penguins and capitals uh competing for the division so um i think i would understand both sides of the coin if some fans are thinking bigger things this year i think they have all the right to uh but if some fans are saying hold on i need to see more over these next 21 games i wouldn't blame them either so uh but i am 100% with you there's just a different vibe to this team. If you're around it a decent amount, even if you just watch the games, there's just a different vibe to it. And uh you do it just makes you it's think there's It's a vibe. Yeah. It's oh. a vibe. Oh. Oh. I
0: don't <laughs> know the rest of the song.
1: <laughs> it, it just makes that vibe, you know, that you're just you a to. But I know what um, you mean.
0: And and we were just at practice um <laughs> mm-hmm. this morning and it was not even this morning, it was this afternoon. By the way, I can't like seem to wrap my head around this. First, it's like the parking situation, but also going over the bridge. You know, Walt Whitman or Ben Franklin. You got the speed limit, right? So Katie's following.
1: I think it's it's 40, right?
0: 45. Sometimes it's maybe 40 because they have those signs that change. But so it's 45, right? And I'm like following the rules. I'm not trying to get in a bad light here. Driving the speed limit. Of course. Is this just sort of an optional thing, Jordan, to be like going 45? I f- feel like I'm driving, I should be in the slow lane, going the speed limit. I will on get that in bridge. the slow
1: lane because some people are going to expect you to have to go like 65. But so then it's if an option. D- yes, 100%. Around here. So people like, fly it, over the wall with me. Am
0: I officially a cool Philly person to like be going 10 over, 15 over? Oh, that's a normal yeah, thing. Yeah,
1: you're a Phil- Philadelphian for sure. If you get in that fast lane and you go 65 and you whip it across and then get on.
0: I, uh, I just need to know the code here Because I just don't know how much Am I going 90 or am I No I'm kidding <laughs> We're not going 90 over the wall 90. Whitman But really it's like I, I don't I don't know what's going on I feel like I'm always a slow poke out there it's, Okay so like you get over the bridge right You're in uh, New Jersey You're on your way to Voorhees On your way to Skate Zone And it's still 45 for that like stretch And I had a heart attack because I was going 55 And there's a police officer behind me But people are going 70 passing yes. me And the police officer is going 72
1: Yeah no, I got pulled over uh one time. Oh, it's a
0: it's a thing. You get pulled over around here.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was like actually flirting one day. It was last year. I was going to a practice and it was like flirting, but it was seriously nothing serious. It wasn't sticking. But yeah, I I guess I was just kind of going quickly and um, Jordan, I got across the bridge. What are you, you cannot and break I, the law. I, that's what I do. I'm, I'm a bad. We're going to <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have to bleed that out. Um, but uh, so, and I, I yeah, I was, I was going way too fast. And a cop pulled me over and was like, yeah, you do know, you know, it's snowing. Like, we've reduced the speed limit. And I was like, oh, I, did, I honestly did not see. And and I had to get my information. I was kind of like fumbling to get my information because I I, I just had like a lot of papers in my car. Were you nervous? I wasn't. No, 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 no,
0: Jordan. You were nervous. No, because it
1: happens to me a lot, you know. (laughs) You get
0: pulled over all the time? Yeah. (laughs) He was nervous. I don't care. You were freaking out. I was a little
1: nervous, yeah, because I was like, I probably should not be getting a ticket. That's bad. Um, But, and then the guy was real cool. And he was just like, yeah, like, just, hey, please go Slower, it's snowing. And we want people to be careful. But
0: Flyers fan, he knew you were the, yeah, the real he deal. He was
1: just like, Oh, you're going to Flyers practice. You got to yeah. go get take like, care of the team. Yeah, he's like, I got pussy but Um, <laughs> so no, it like there's
0: one. <laughs> I would,
1: I would be careful if I were you. You you want to be cool and go that you know, the speed as everyone else, but like they will definitely pull people over.
0: Yeah, I uh, do you
1: ever hear the Joel over sur- story?
0: No, I want
1: to, I'm pretty sure it was the Walt Whitman or Derek can you guys correct me from he got he got caught he played for the Sixers right um and he got caught speeding like he was flying if I remember I can't remember what he got cocked at but he got caught like speeding over the Walt Whitman there was a little more to then to to it than just speeding I believe but uh I'll look into that um they'll get you around but that was always a story I remember of an athlete like getting caught speeding on the Walt Whitman
0: Man, this well, got the I just I I do feel like I should have had some sort of driving test uh, coming from Minnesota, moving here. It's definitely different style. Yeah, what's the,
1: What's the style there?
0: Jaleel
1: Okafor, the uh, hundred oh, Benf- eight miles the Benjamin. Hundred and eight miles, hundred eight miles per hour. Like that. Who is, does that on the that Benjamin is ins- Franklin? Unsafe. Ins-
0: like, and the Ben Franklin. I think the Walt Whitman too has walkways. I yeah. mean, I know they're sealed. I know they're far away. Other than that, you have cars all around you. But going that fast.
1: Gosh, you thought you were going fast today. These you're going, what 55?
0: I know it. it's just on, it's I just can't wrap my head around it. Like I said, I do feel like I should have had a different driving test, but I also am an awesome driver, so yeah, like
1: I've seen uh, and so you've what, yeah, Minnesota- oh, I've seen you whip. Whip. I think- said, <laughs> what are Minnesota drivers like? Like, what's their uh, where they well, here's the
0: thing, and I still have as- this characteristic around here, like. There's a lot of honking, which I've just I've realized here yeah. from the get go. Like, okay, honking is a thing, and I live downtown, so I hear it all night, which is great. You love it, but anyway, the honking style—I'll start with that. It's certainly just like a hold, like a, burr, yeah. burr, and I've heard one that was like 25 seconds once, and I was like, "Are you kidding?" Like, and what does people that do people listening That's are like? Not- That's probably nothing. I'm gar- like, I there's probably longer holds on the horn, but like my characteristic around here is like. I do think that cars need like a separate horn to be like, I'm mad at you. And also like, sorry, like, exactly. Like, please go.
1: Like, so like it's green.
0: So uh, my whole style is just kind of that little like tap that little like, yes, it's like you have to, you have to have a quiet tap and then like a harder one, but like nothing longer than two seconds, just a little
1: Yeah. You know? So you've hung at someone already.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Easily. Like I mean, all the time. today I, I thought you were saying today. I was like, yeah, today. What is it? Two o'clock. I, I had one. Yeah, there's a, <laughs> a left turn signal and someone didn't see it. So like for me, I get that. Like, there's a lot of stoplights around here and people, you know, lay on their horn because they're like, you gotta go. They got
1: places to be, like you. You've Got
0: to go. But <laughs> like, I just, I'm not the one to just lay on the horn, Jordan. No. I don't. And I could see like now hearing about your experiences getting pulled over. You just really seem like a true, yeah, hardcore
1: philadelphia <laughs> uh, but
0: like i'm getting there and i have family here and my boyfriend's here in the car with me he's like what has happened to you <laughs> and i just man i can't stop you've changed i, I love I really, it really and i'm in a big i have a truck so i'm kind of just like watch out yeah i will run you
1: over No, no I'm, kidding, you. I'm kidding
0: i'm <laughs> kidding i'm kidding because kidding. i still have my nice side um and people out here are, are nice too you know what i mean sure but you're definitely a little bit more like assertive on the driving side of it, and that horn like it's, scares me, man. So. I'm surprised
1: you hung. Like I really thought you like you would have politely just sat there and wait for that waited for oh, that person to see Oh, I have most it. of the time. But I love it.
0: Now that I'm around this, it's just I I feel like I have just adjusted, just fit right in. Yeah, you know. And here's another story. I um. I guess I'm cool to say this, but my Minnesota plates on my car, right? Yeah, yeah. I've I feel it. like I stand out quite a bit.
1: And you have a Flyers logo on the back of your car too. You
0: gave it away. <laughs> oh, I'm there. sorry. No, it's fine. It's I was fine, driving it's fine. behind
1: you one day, like going to Voorhees. Yeah, you out. appreciate that. I was trying to take a picture you? and be like Katie Emmer's car.
0: So coming out here, and since we're on this driving subject, I have my Minnesota plates, and I just I felt like a lot of people are like, "This person doesn't know how to drive. Like, what are they doing here? They don't belong here." <laughs> like, and I want to change the plates. Trust me, I'll get there. But like. I, I really went home for Christmas break and my family was like, why don't you put some sort of like fly, like flyer love on there? So like you just get accepted, you know? And I was getting a yeah. ton of honks. Like, I think it's a normal thing. Even if I didn't have Minnesota plates and had Pennsylvania plates already, it's probably a thing. Like, but for me, I would like to think there was a major difference after I ordered a flyers decal. Yeah. Cause I just feel like I'm accepted now. Like don't be upset with her anymore. Yes. She doesn't have plates from around here, but. She's a Flyers fan. She's a Flyers fan. So you're, She's mad not- you're mad at me? Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, all right cool. Go Flyers. Yeah, you know like, what I'm saying? No, that
1: was really smart because I have a feeling like if you didn't have that on there, everyone would just be like, oh, outsider, like... Yeah, you know, and now to- I
0: fit in, guys. You do. Right?
1: Yeah, you're one of us. I'll, like, you've you've been one of us. <gasps> oh, I know. It's
0: so nice. Yeah. Well, I, I really do feel like I, uh, I've belonged here in the terms of just, like, growing up with six brothers and just being, like, that competitive, yeah. like, go-getter. Yes. And... I uh, yeah, I appreciate this city a lot. I and just it's love been, how it's go- been an, a growing time for me, but it has been very fun. To I just love how your boyfriend
1: way. was even like, "What has happened to you?" He
0: he literally has like been upset, like. He's from the Midwest as well. Yeah. He's just like, what? Why are you doing this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Gotta fit in, babe.
0: <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it
1: is. Get used to but, it. But
0: yeah, that's just something going over that bridge. I just I couldn't understand today. Knock on wood. I don't want to get pulled over. You know, I'm not really trying to no. get that route. No,
1: you know, the ticket would. Be a hefty, yeah. hefty price. Yeah, and I who wants want that? that? No. And I just, you know. Then you get points on your license. I
0: don't break any rules, though, Jordan. Like, I know you.
1: Yeah. You're Minnesota so, nice. Minnesota good.
0: Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that was just kind of like a big thing for me. Uh, I guess I'll slowly learn sort of, okay, the speed limit's 45, but it also means like 70. Yes. Maybe not everywhere.
1: No. No. Even on, 90, even on 95, like people, like speed limit, I think it's 55 on 95. Like people go, you know, people probably want you to go like 75 no joke like this 20 is so over.
0: confusing everyone yeah so if someone would like to just let me know
1: yeah someone please in their tweet neighborhood Katie.
0: yeah tweet me and let me know like what I'm doing
1: because she's still you're still getting comfortable
0: yeah and I always appreciate you know some help around here from you know yeah go here for steak a cheese steak or go here and yep. eat th- like I always want people's advice and Jim yeah. you've given so much of it too you've been great
1: have I I don't know if I've given you any but have, like, I hope I have puck Steve. Puck Steve, obviously. <laughs> right. Bodies in front. Yeah. Right. Put right, the right. full sexy Right.
0: What are we talking about? Oh, hockey. Uh, hockey. Today. Yes. Hockey is a thing. Um, sure. But anyway, I still am learning. No, yeah, we'll get there. the the uh, trends for driving. But yeah, of course.
1: It's just like the Flyers. They were of learning <laughs> AV system, and you know, it took there time. There you go.
0: There's that segue. That's that kind of what liked, you're doing, or, right? Right. Yeah. But no, good practice today. I yeah. mean, we. Um, we heard from a lot of the players, and we also heard from Elaine Vino. Some some of the biggest things that you probably have a couple more, but what I noticed is him talking about the third period. How this team is such a third period team, yeah, and that's because of their hard work. We see them, you know, in practice. They had a hard practice today, and they've had a lot of games in the last week, yeah, which every team does. I mean, that's no, no surprise. So they should be able to handle that. But just the hard work that he says this team has brought <clears throat> has really proven one their resiliency and also just the fact that they can play into these long games like we saw last night going to overtime they were still buzzing during past 60 minutes
1: they were and I think that was uh it, I think it all goes back to training camp like you saw how hard they worked uh and how hard uh, Elaine Vigneault worked them during those practices in terms of conditioning like guys were guests and like really struggling to get their air and I, I remember Travis Konechny talking to him earlier in the year and he was like yeah like you see like He's like, you're seeing the way we play in third periods. Like, we're dominating teams. And then he pointed back to what they did in training camp, how hard they worked. And he's like, yeah, some of the stuff and some of the drills might look silly. Uh, but that constant tempo has kind of trained us to play uh, our best hockey in the third period. And uh, I think, yeah, I think Vigneault definitely takes pride in that. I think a lot of his system is predicated around um, playing that way and uh, and closing out games. And, yeah, they've been a great third period team. And, that's, what made, that's what's made them so fun. At least yeah. like, the way they come on in games, whether they're leading or trailing, uh, you know you're going to get some, some serious effort in the third period and they're hardly ever out of a game, right?
0: Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to tie this back up to the last pod. We talked about this fourth and final game of the season with the Columbus Blue Jackets. You said oh, yeah. if they win that game, it's the biggest game of the season. Anyone else want to quote it? Rip they their hearts rip yeah. your They would rip their hearts out. Gosh, Jordan, they that's did. so violent. I know.
1: I'm a violent person but and driver.
0: did they rip their hearts
1: out? I think they did. The way they won that game, especially with Columbus kind of jumping on them, holding a 3-1 lead. It, it looks like they're in control. And then the Flyers come back. Like Just the way they won that game, I just thought was also very disheartening. Yeah. Uh, and then Columbus also loses uh, Oliver uh, Borchstrand Yeah, and that was another thing. To <laughs> an injury. The one guy that's really producing for them. Um I thought the Flyers definitely ripped their heart out. Um, I would be really surprised if the Blue Jackets are able to stay afloat and stay in this. Um, I know they're holding their first wild card spot, but um, they're only ahead by a point over the Hurricanes and Islanders who have games in hand. So Yeah, and
0: that Bjorkstrand, uh, like, you don't like to see a player go down, of course, but, I mean, where's their offense going to come from? Where's their offense going to come? That was their come? only hope for offense. Yep. They're already shorthanded. You know, we're focused on the Flyers, so we don't really care, but at the same time, you know, hard to see Columbus, uh, really not that hard. I don't know why I'm saying, but you know, you never like to see a player get hurt. Uh, and it it will be very, it's challenging for me to even picture them in the playoffs. Yeah. Come the end of the season. Yeah.
1: And now it looks like the Flyers have kind of kicked two teams out of the race or at least out of like the tightness of the race. Uh, Florida, the the Florida Panthers and the Columbus Blue Jackets who are now kind of falling behind and the Flyers now have kind of created some separation. Um, And, yeah, so now it'll be the Hurricanes and Islanders who they kind of have to fend off or at least jostle with for position. And, heck, if they get even hotter, then maybe they catch the Penguins or the Capitals. You
0: said that's the biggest game of the year. Yeah. So now, Jordan Hall, are they going to the playoffs? You said it was the biggest game.
1: Yes, they are going to the playoffs. KDM, are you? Wow. Are they going to the playoffs?
0: Well, Jordan, I'm not going to – you know me. Are I'm they the winning most, the cup? I'm the most positive <laughs> person ever, okay?
1: Derek says yes. I told our everyone in the producer, office. Shout out to Doug. Hoisting the cup, Doug, sorry.
0: But I, I, I told Doug. That Doug Brown. It, yeah, Doug Brown that I will make an apple pie for the office if they win the Stanley Cup. I mean, I'm just saying.
1: No pressure, Flyers. And uh, No pressure.
0: We got a lot of work to do, Okay. But this is for a the team. apple pie or for, well, that also will, I well, yeah. Don't, yeah. And I don't know where I would go with that. Is that like, maybe I'll
1: you're have to good, call up good. Jackie Emmer. She's bake. a
0: great, she's a great cook and Baker mom. Um, yep. That's my mom. Shout out mom raised all, uh, seven of us. I, I like to it. remember again, how many the, siblings, the only girl. Yes. Yes. Gosh. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't really know the di- like what I would do rather. Like, would it be a large apple pie or would it be like small ones but well, I hope I'm stressing out about that considering that would, be that would mean condition. they would win the cup
1: exactly but
0: anyway you said that was the biggest game I don't you. agree with that I stand by this uh, and I think uh, like going back to a lot of the fan um, mentality that I feel that right now the fan base <laughs> appreciates this team they're excited <coughs> about this team and so are we but at the same time I come from this like, shelter, like I'm a little reserved how soon do I jump on it um, sure And I see this team going very far. I I plan, I mean, we're going to be here, but I plan to be busy with this team for quite some time um, past the end of the regular season, and I hope that is the case for the Flyers. But uh, I don't think winning that game last night against the Columbus Blue, yes, it's great for them to knock off the Panthers, great for them to knock off the Blue Jackets, but I think the biggest deciding factor are the next stretch of games. Um, I said this on the last pod too, I think. Cool. If you can take away, take care of the top teams like they've proven, great. But you also have to dominate the yeah. lower ranked teams. I mean, we saw that game against Detroit. And Detroit, they have a history this season of yes, they're not a good team, but yeah. they also like the their opponents sort of struggle to dominate them. Yeah, there's always like sort of a close game, and it's very interesting. But yeah, teams like that, you need to dominate. If you're going to be a solid playoff team and you're going to have a run at the Cup. You need to be taking care of every single team the same way, and yeah, I know it's very easy to be playing up to the level, up to the speed of another team, mm-hmm. but um, you need to take care of business as uh as most people would say. I was gonna be like, as yeah. I would, say, I don't know. Well, so
1: it, I'll ask you this, Katie. If they, so if they kind of steamroll through like these next four games, who we know the opponents. They're um, you know, the Jets are in the wild yeah, card spot. Yeah,
0: Jets, Sharks, Rangers, and Rangers. You have a so, home home.
1: So if you, if they kind of steamroll through this stretch and would you be, would you be convinced or do you still need to see more?
0: I think what I need to address right now is I see this team completely making the playoffs. I don't see them not making the playoffs, Jordan. Sure. But like I holding this number three position in the division is a great spot for them to be in right now, obviously. But, uh. Yeah, I just see it being – you don't want to find yourself getting in some three-game rut and then it adds to four-game. And we haven't even seen them have one loss yet, so hopefully this is contained and the the victories continue for this Flyers team. But, like, I just – at the same time, I'm going to be a little bit more reserved. I'm excited about this team, but I don't know how uh, the end of the regular season is going to finish off. Like, third in the Metro is a great position once again. But you need to make sure you're staying up there um, because, you know, if like I said, going back, if you find yourself losing to a lower ranked team and then that sort of adds up and you find yourself on a five game losing streak, I'm not going to be negative, you know, and plan on that happening. But at the same time, you can't, you have to make sure you're you're staying up on any opponent, yeah. whether they're making the playoffs or not. Like every team, the rest of this regular season really matters as far as the point standings. And It's going to be a traffic jam. What I heard on the The radio.
1: The race is still close, but yeah, please.
0: I wish I remembered who this was. And feel free to tweet at us if you know. I I heard it on NHL Network today. But uh, someone calling in talking about the. Well, this is about the trade deadline. But I thought the same about the standings with the trade. Well, more so the trade deadline. On like Black Friday, people hitting each other with their (laughs) shopping carts. And just like absolute mayhem. Yes. And it reminds me of like. Yes, the trade deadline's completely true, but also just the standings. standings. It's just a big traffic jam, and it's fun. It is fun. It is fun to have that, but at the same time when it's the team you're covering and for Flyers fans in general, it's not, like, super awesome to, to have any sort of struggle with making even that lowest, you know, number eight. Yeah Team So I think I just talked Jordan For like four straight minutes So I'm gonna let you go in no. <laughs> This is why Katie doesn't drink no, I- a s- Like And you were telling me Chug, 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 chug. I don't even You, you guys just Nitro cold that. brew Gets you going Like yeah. you are up for Ten hours Where straight Where did you get that? Is it from Starbucks? Starbucks, yeah okay. I mean any co- I've never I, had I that love, Is that like a It's on um, like, Nitrogen it infused coffee And at the same time I don't really know What I'm talking about But it does yeah, it, be- it has like extra caffeine Okay <laughs> And those who know me personally, Katie Emmer does not need extra
1: caffeine. Yes, she does.
0: But here we are.
1: When there's 21 games left in the season and the playoff race is getting hot, you need some you extra coffee. You need extra caffeine. coffee. No,
0: yes. but, you know, to tie it all up, it's a traffic jam in the standings. It's going to be. Sure. Um, for the Flyers' sake, they need to be taking care of every team. Uh, and you're right. I mean, we're not, like, hoping for a loss on, in, on any of these, or the Flyers aren't, but um, – you just can't be finding yourself, you know, you're satisfied after taking care of the Florida Panthers and the Columbus Blue Jackets that you're just kind of rolling through the rest of the season like you already accomplished that, you know, and I know this team isn't. You hear them their mentality too at practice, but after each game, each one's the biggest game of the season and yeah. you can see them, you know, show that on the ice.
1: Yeah, what kind of sold me on why I think this team's a little different and why i am not expecting it to like fall into like another bad losing streak or something was just how they haven't lost consecutive games since January 4th, 7th. Huge stat. Yeah, Yeah. I felt like they've had some really discouraging losses. Those are going to happen. And in years past, we've seen so many Flyers teams have that, again, snowball into another. Um, And they just keep getting back up. And now I think they're really starting to put it together. And that just gives me the vibe that, like, yeah, I I think they're they're a different team and that they're going to make the playoffs, especially how they handled – um, the competition within the race uh, with the Panthers and the Blue Jackets. Like, those were big games. Uh, but I've, I am also on your side in the sense that I am very anxious to see how they're going to perform against some of these lesser teams yeah. uh, at home. like There's zero excuses for why they should not.
0: And any team, you can't no. ever overlook a team. And they've yep. addressed that. They know yep. that. You have to take every game the way it is, treat it like the, it's the biggest game. Like the Jets here tomorrow. They're going to present some challenges, certainly.
1: Yeah, that's a playoff team or it's a team in a playoff spot uh, that's been pretty good over the past few years. So uh, that that won't be an easy didn't game. Didn't
0: Shifley have a hat trick the other night too? Like, I know he
1: had a big game. I didn't. I didn't see the exact stat line, like, but
0: I think his second or third. I'm. Yeah. I think
1: everyone knows they can score goals. though. and uh, if yeah, if if they don't come out with that hard forechecking, energy based uh, game, uh, yeah, Winnipeg could jump on them. So uh, yeah, he can't have any letdowns. Got to be ready for the next game, but. It's hard. It's hard not to like their spot right now. Oh, certainly. A, a person I wanted to ask you about, Katie.
0: I'm just looking up this <laughs> Shifley thing. No,
1: look it up, and I'll I'll, I'll throw this question at you. Um, expectations for Kevin Hayes coming into the season. Has he surpassed them? Has he kind of met them, or is has he actually fallen short of them for you? Um, he's a guy, obviously, of debate. Um, a guy that maybe a lot of fans weren't thrilled about at the beginning of the season, but I think they've really—I think he's really won them over. Um, what, how, what have you seen from Kevin Hayes?
0: The biggest thing, and I'm going to answer your question right away and say he was worth the money. The reason why is you have a team that battles, you have a great Sean Couturier that battles back from. He's part of those reasons why the Flyers haven't lost back-to-back games since yeah. how how long ago? Over January, a month already. January 4-7, yeah. So you have players that can fill that role. You have Travis Konechny. That's just your spark plug. You can add life to like any play. Um, Kevin Hayes is the guy that does all those things within his, you know, 200-foot abilities that we've seen so much of and we knew about too before he got to this Flyers team. But Kevin Hayes is that player the Flyers needed to be stepping up in overtime, to be stepping up when they're shorthanded. He's filling those different roles, those high-pressure situations where you need to win the game, you need to score in overtime. And, yes, there was kind of a mishap for the Blue Jackets in that game specifically last night, but he read and – how do you say read and react? Read and react, but, like, in a past tense, he was able to read and react. Yeah, yeah. He was able to read and react, and that just shows his years of experience in the league. Another thing, um, just his production, I I felt at the beginning of the season, like, I was like, okay, uh, is this it? Are we going to get any more? Yeah. And I was actually just talking to Jim Jackson about this today at practice, um, just with, like – I mean, don't get me wrong. He was noticed. Uh, a lot of his abilities were noticed right from the get-go. But I kind of looked at JJ, and I'm like, is this just something that I was missing? Or did he just, like, jump out of nowhere lately? Like, especially yeah. after the All-Star break, I have noticed so much of him going on. Um, and that just may have been a comp- – not a confidence thing. You know he's a confident player, but just getting used to a new club. Yeah. With those abilities on the ice, we also see his nicknames off the ice. Yeah. The-, the Tiki Bar for Travis yeah. Um He's all also- – Kevin Hayes is nicknamed Hollywood, too. Yes, I saw him. Um, which we've talked about when Taron Hatcher was on this episode or on this podcast with us a couple episodes ago. Right. I think he was well worth the money, Jordan. On the ice, off the ice, this is a player that has experience in this league, and I think the Flyers really needed him this season, and he showed that, especially as of late.
1: Yeah, he's been really good. Uh, for me, I think he's kind of met expectations. I don't think he's surpassed them for me. Um, I think he can be even better defensively. I think he can probably have some more assists. Uh, But gosh, 19 goals, what he's done on the PK, how he's really saved them down the middle of the ice in terms of depth. Um, And then, yeah, I think his personality in the locker room has really paid off. I don't think he's just a funny guy. I think he has lightened the mood for everyone. I think he brings people together with how funny he is, um, how he treats everyone the same. Uh, I really think that's gone a long way in kind of changing the vibe in the in the in the locker room. So, uh, yeah, I think he's been well worth the money, but I really think he can be even better. Uh, so if fans are happy with this. Yeah. Um, I think there's no reason he can't take even bigger strides offensively. Um, and I know he's been he's always the other day we were talking to him and he said he's he was a little embarrassed by his plus minus. I know people don't love that stat, but
0: let's look at that. What is I, it? I, I a know minus eleven?
1: Yeah. I and mean, he and he's been a pretty decent positive player in his career. And he yeah. said he prides himself, obviously, on defensive, you know, qualities and not allowing goals. Um, obviously, it's a very uh, it's a, kind of like a fickle stat; it can change a lot. Um, that isn't
0: the worst we've seen in this league. Yes. So, you so, you know. And when you have the offense to help out on that, yeah, I mean that's more so the defensive, um, you know, d- a display of that. But yeah, when he's got his production. Can you really be that upset? I mean, no. if you're winning games, right? I'm sure he's looking to improve it. But, hey, I'm yeah. not complaining. No, you know, no. It, It's a low plus-minus rating, but you have the second-most goals on the team and you're helping out, especially in games last night. Whatever.
1: Yeah, exactly. So he's been good. He's been a real major positive. Um, as far as going forward, we talk so much about positives. What may actually concern you? I know it's a very broad question, but what may concern you down the stretch with this with this team? Do you see any type of holes? Consistency. Okay.
0: Um, we see games – I'll go back to – and I don't like to talk so much the past. Hey, you know, they got two wins in the last two games. No complaining. But when we look at games um, like two games ago, the first one with Columbus here at home, they get two goals in the first five minutes of the game. What a start for this team, right? Then we've seen other games where they don't have that kind of start last night yeah. they don't have that same first period and for me it's like it needs to be a consistent game you you tied this up to just their consistency their will to win the fact they haven't lost back to back earlier for me that translates to a word called resiliency or just a resilient team in general and so with that uh just the biggest concern is and they prove that okay so last night their ability to be resilient and to come out of that rut but just overall, it, the word consistency is another concern or just one of the biggest concerns I have with this team. Sure. Because um, what if you don't have that ability to come back? You don't want to be chasing games. Um, and just the first period in general. I mean, they've, they've really shown, you know, the third period is strong, one of the strongest in the league, um, especially as of late. They can f- execute on games, but it all starts with the first 20 minutes, Jordan, and they need to be consistent on that front. What about you?
1: Yeah, uh, for me, I now you really agree with those points, too. First period consistency always been a problem, um, and they need to continue to shore that up. Um, for me, it, it would just be continue, continued uh, depth scoring. Like, I think we've seen guys uh, like Nicholas Aube, Kubel play really well. Connor Bunneman's really been really strong. Joel Farabee's coming on a little bit. Um, but those are young players that haven't really been here and uh, been through this type of grind, so... Uh, I think they've gotten a lot of positive things out of those types of players, but um, I worry that maybe they could go into a uh, you know a scoring funk where they just don't really get the contributions up and down the lineup, and then all of a sudden you're putting too much on your you know high quality uh, big time uh, playma- playmakers, and we've seen some of their big time guys go in ruts, like James Van Riemsdyk. Hayes has had his fair share of struggles in terms of staying consistent scoring wise. Yeah. Drew even went through a mini little stretch there. Jake uh, Voracek started slowly this season, um, but then obviously has been great since. So I think that would be my biggest concern. Maybe some of their younger players wearing down a little bit, not giving them that depth, and then all of a sudden they're a little too one-dimensional because I really don't have any concerns about their defensemen. I think their defense has been great, and it's only getting better. I think goaltending— yeah, Even the
0: production from their defense that we've been seeing production Production's is, been
1: really good in terms of goal scoring, yeah. uh, the balance of their defense. They should be getting healthier. And then goaltending, I think, has been great. Um, I think it's just that depth, and who knows? Maybe they added the trade deadline. Maybe they don't. Uh, but if there was one concern, that would be it for me. Just seeing if they can continue to get that, and will it be enough to not only get into the playoffs, but then also, you know, win around? Uh, I'm not quite sure yet.
0: I feel like singing, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. Yeah. I'm just thinking of this song that's been stuck in my head.
1: How far? How long have you gone? Should we just? <laughs> no. <laughs> and we're done. I um, don't
0: want to close my eyes. Is that
1: you thinking about the cup?
0: It's stuck in my head.
1: Yeah. Well, did you hear it on the way from Boise? No, Portuguese Jordan. To- and
0: we did this the last episode. I was just singing O oh Canada. And I'm sorry, guys, if I'm getting the song stuck in your head. Yeah. But come on.
1: It's a good song. Don't
0: want to fall asleep. Till til I miss hoist you, the baby. cup. Ooh, we could switch it up. You yeah. know what else we could do right now? Give a good speech. <clears throat> Speech. Great moments are born from great opportunity. Come on, come on. That's what we have here tonight, boys.
1: Miracle on Ice. Yes. Yes.
0: Tomorrow, which is Saturday, February twenty second, forty years ago, Miracle on Ice. And you happened.
1: got. And you were able to talk to who today? Well, about yeah, that? we we
0: got um James Van Riemsdyk and we also got Joel Farabee, which was interesting because it's you know an older um. Uh, memories and a different impact for him, and then Joel Farabee. Um, 19 years old. And, yeah, talking yeah. a little Boston memories, which is really cool. I thought um, I
1: thought Alain Vigneault's uh, take on it was pretty cool, too.
0: Yeah, yeah. Seemed
1: like he knew a lot about it. Like, obviously, I expect him to, but um seemed like that. It was It was a pretty impactful time on him as a guy getting into hockey. Um, so was, you guys can catch all of that, right, Katie? I believe on pregame live uh, tomorrow?
0: Yes. On uh, Saturday um, it, it should, well, we'll see. You, okay. I, I'm thinking, you know, no matter what, it, it you know, it might use. be something mentioned, but... Okay. Yeah, a lot of good... Um Interesting bits from them. Uh, Joel sure. just talking about you know BU having Mike Ruzzioni there yeah. last year, and just he came in and, and just memories shared from that. That's cool. But uh, for me, just you know, over the last couple years, especially covering college hockey in Minnesota, I've met so many of these guys and gone to golf tournaments with them, and it's a different respect. Like yes, it was a certain time before I was born, so I wish I had those memories. It was funny though with Elaine Vino to say like. I was just a young pup then, just a (laughs) 19-year-old. Believe it or not, I was was once upon a time. But just to like hear him have that, it was was really, it was good. But I love getting different memories from that. Um, And this is another thing, fans. Anyone listening, give us your feedback. I want to hear stories about any you know big hockey fans out there. Um, Again, a time before we were born. I just love learning more about it. Yeah. Um, and just, in yeah, getting those different stories. I don't know. Do you have anything big?
1: I don't from that. I really don't. But um, I always love, obviously, the movies and the stories from it are always super cool. I know how uh, meaningful it was for so many people and how yeah. cool it was for uh, for hockey uh, in the States. Uh, always found that really cool. So um, I'm really anxious to see what Joel had to say and what James Van like had to say. And I really enjoyed Elaine Vigneault's take on it. So... Um, so, yeah, it'll be cool. I'm glad you noticed that that was uh, on Saturday coming up. And yeah. It'll be a I good way to kick off a fun hockey game.
0: It'll be good. Hopefully yeah. they can uh, get the win here, too. It was funny, too. We heard some, like, why don't you go ask Provarov about it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're good. We'll yeah. leave
1: that out. We won't rub that in.
0: Um, uh, but, no, I don't know. Are, are we ready for the hockey joke of the day while we're uh, at it?
1: I know I'm ready.
0: Anyone else? <clears throat> We hyped this up way too much But here's what I got today Are you ready Jordan? Yes Wait Why was the magician So good at hockey? I don't know Because he always had a hat trick (laughs) (laughs) Do you like that one? I like just playing this out Just like a silence Just to hear Jordan's laugh That's really good But um (laughs)
1: That was one of my favorites. That was really good. It didn't go over my head. I okay, understood. understood it right away. Good. Did you like it?
0: Um, I mean, it, it wasn't my best. I don't know what I would rank that one. What's I'd say uh, an eight point five? Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll get there. Yeah. We'll, we'll work on that. Uh, speaking of hat tricks, by the way, just talking about Shifley earlier, he did have a hat trick. Did night. so. Um, I
1: got they it. need to shut
0: him down. That's a, that's gonna be a big player, and it's a matinee.
1: Yep. Yep. This is
0: really weird. I don't know why I'm saying it, but the word matinee, if you look at how it's spelt, it always reminds me of manatee. Yes,
1: it does. Manatee. I know exactly what you mean. We have
0: a Saturday manatee. So that's an inside joke, everyone, that okay. I have with uh, Al Morganti. Let's
1: go. I'm, I'm down for the manatee <laughs> tomorrow. Like, before
0: we go live, he's like, Saturday manatee. I'm like, yes. Al, don't let me say that on air. We're not going to say that. That's the energy I like, Al. I love it. No, Al always brings it. That's the, great. the rest of them are great. But anyway, uh, big team to shut down tomorrow.
1: Have you um, had a, um, a Saturday one o'clock game here yet?
0: I think so Yeah we've had like one we this did. season Oh okay Right
1: I feel like we have I feel like we have yeah. one Cause I was gonna say that The energy's re- usually Like really good in the building Cause yeah. I guess it's just You know it's a Saturday afternoon People are looking forward To watching a game During the sunlight And daylight And then going out at night So You
0: know what I wish I could I haven't been there yet Xfinity Live I've heard that place Just gets lit
1: Katie <laughs> It's a, as you would say It's a
0: Lituation Yep Is it like It seems like the place to be Ben Okay
1: No that's Not a good face <laughs> It is I, a definitely a situation. I am gonna go.
0: You can't tell me I yeah. can't. Don't go. So,
1: over, go over with a big group of people. Probably
0: not tomorrow because I got to do the show. But I will be there. Um, I want to go there for a Phillies game or something. Yeah, we'll week.
1: do it during, like during the summer. Yeah, I
0: can't wait for baseball season. Yeah, oh, it's coming so. Go
1: long. Yankees, am I right? I'm just kidding. I know Katie's a Twins fan because well, she's from Minnesota. No, 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 no. they lost to the Yankees. What left. are we
0: even? No, Did we're you Phillies fans. No, I, yeah,
1: go Phillies. Go,
0: go Phillies. <laughs>
1: Twinning. Jordan, this is
0: getting so weird. We gotta get off. Wait, do you have any jokes for the day before uh, we leave? Any, why, good, any wh- good Charlie stories?
1: I have a good joke. It's not hockey, though. Okay. Why does a giraffe have a long neck?
0: Because he needs to eat from the trees that good are guess. tall.
1: Good guess. Because his feet stink.
0: Oh. It's pretty good, right? That was good. Thank you. What did the Buffalo say to his son when he was leaving for work? Just wing it. Bye, son. (laughs) On that note. All right, yeah, we
1: got to wrap this up Thank you for listening
0: to it. It's a great Friday, guys. I hope you all are having a great Friday, and I hope you have a great weekend. We shall see if the Flyers continue their winning ways with a Saturday matinee tomorrow.
1: should we remind people about the Monday?
0: Yes, in Monday. Trade we forgot to get to this because we were so busy talking about driving and, and Philly. Yes. Philly things. Um, yeah. Uh, trade sure. deadline coming up quick on Monday. 3 p.m. Eastern time is the final line. Yes. And uh, Taryn Hatcher is going to have a uh, very special deadline trade deadline, NHL trade deadline show. And it's going to be on the My Teams app. So you guys make sure you have that app if you yeah. do already. Give them a round of applause. And if you don't, make sure you get it uh, and tune in. She'll be going on there at 2.30, so don't miss any of that action. I'm certainly interested to see what happens at that deadline. Yes,
1: and it'll be fun. So, Thank you so much, Katie. up. (laughs) Thank
0: you for listening to the Flyers Talk podcast. I'm Katie Emmer.
1: And I'm Jordan Hall. Rate us, subscribe us wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll see you next time. What we're
0: talking about breathe we got your topics no. oh oh, oh whoa, whoa, whoa whoa okay all right all right i i hi <laughs> <I'm already laughs> coming in are we going Can right we start or? over one more time?
1: Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, Like that car right in your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented,